We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And a pleasant good afternoon to everyone out there in Irish Breakdown land. I am Vince D'Addario. That is Brian Driscoll. I have to say this. It's a good thing that we have the 30-second countdown because it gives me a chance to compose myself after our little pregame talk that we always have. (laughs) And you really never know what's going to come up. And uh, the bottom line is we both love our wives very much. That's where that comes from. No matter what. (laughs) (laughs) So... So anyway, uh, a little bit of a special edition today. It is a Saturday, obviously, but we've got one more positional breakdown to work our way through. And that is, of course, the tight end position, Brian. And uh, we've got fall camp right around the corner. Next week kicks it off. So pretty much all next week is going to be devoted to fall camp. Yeah, man. What we're expecting, what we want to happen, what we think is going to happen, all that fun stuff. Yeah, and then we're going to we're going to do one recruiting show on Monday, right? Right. Yep. I'll have a recruiting show on Monday and then Tuesday we're going to do sort of our camp preview, storylines, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, biggest questions, what we're most excited to see and then Wednesday's fall camp. And so we're going to yeah. kind of do a two for that day. I'll come home and do a show right after practice, what normal one o'clock slot. And then you and Jesse will do a show that night because yep. Jesse will also be a practice practice on Wednesday, I believe. And then uh, the next two days we have practice access, which is crazy because so, I, yeah. I, I was complaining about the practice access, you know, but we've never had the first three days yeah. like consecutively like this, yeah. to kind of check some things yeah, out. Yeah, I think you're nuts for complaining about it. But I mean, I, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, five periods. It's like that. Yeah, I wish I had more, but that's better than nothing. True. Right. We can at least see some things and watch this team develop. And that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. So we'll have a lot coming from that. A ton at irishbreakdown.com. The previews. Right. We're still kicking out the season previews. I'm going to have my 10 reasons to be excited article edition coming out Beautiful. later today. So, man, it's just, it's wild. Like this summer went by for took forever. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, it's camp already. I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not ready for Seriously. camp yet. So it's Seriously. been uh, it's been wild. Took a took my 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 version of a vacation is taking last night off to go to a Cubs game, a South Bend Cubs oh, game with Angela. Nice. That's, that's literally my vacation. And then I come home and work till three o'clock in the morning. So, but, <laughs> uh, you know, excited for camp, ready for camp, and uh, just really excited to see what this team is going to be, Vince. And, yeah. and that's kind of the thing we've done these previews. It's 
it's, you know, boy, there's a lot of potential on this team, but a lot of questions as well. And tight end is no different. And then Cam's right. going to kind of give us our first chance to look at these teams and say, okay, what is it going to look like? What is this position going to look like? Is it as good as we thought it was going to be? Is it not as good as we thought it was going to be? Is it better than we thought it was going to be? And that's going to happen at some position. Some position is going to be better than we thought. Some positions probably not going to be as good as we thought, and some and, and others are going to be kind of what we think they're going to be. That's right. just the nature of football. Somebody's going to get hurt. There's going to be an injury yeah. in fall yeah. camp. That just that's going to yeah. happen. It just we don't know who it's going to be, uh, or at what position. That's just part of the life. And you know the, those are all the things that make camp really interesting. Absolutely. Really, really interesting. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, and, this um, this particular this particular position that we're talking about, I mean, you're 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 talking about going from a iconic all-time great in Michael Mayer and, you know, that's not even an argument. I mean, that's who he was. He was the offense last year, for better or for worse. I mean, great player. He's a great player. He's gone now. And so those are some pretty massive shoes to fill. And I don't think anybody here is thinking that one guy is going to fill those shoes and yeah. they're not going to be able to fill the shoes in the manner in which Michael Mayer right. did his job. For a bunch of different reasons. For right. a bunch of different, that's exactly right. right. And so that's the biggest question moving forward with this group is how does the current group fill those shoes? And I'm yeah. not saying fill those shoes like you're Michael Mayer. But fill those shoes as in now this is the tight end position. Right. I mean, this 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 kind of mailbag question, it was it was kind of it, I don't want to wait till the mailbag to bring it up because it's kind of like we'll, we'll have addressed it by then. Yeah. yeah. But Rob Osgood kind of I think has a sentiment for a lot of people. He says this position, in my opinion, is the most unknown. How do you think they will be used? Who do you think will rise up and take control for playing time? Irish Gordon Knott says in a few topics in the IB boards, quite a few people said the tight end group was a group they had the least confidence in. I don't see it. And I think this show is going to be great. I I uh, thank you for that. We're going to do our best, but it's just kind of <laughs> one of those things, Vince, where there's twofold aspects of this tight end conversation. Number one is the assumption that, look, 
Notre Dame's had a their starting tight end has been drafted every year since like 1998, right? So they're going to be fine. They're going to figure it out. They're going to be fine. Right. They but do then well the other side is like ends, yes. the people that yeah, right. And so there's just this assumption that they're going to be fine, and and that's a very fair assumption when you look at number one, uh, kind of the talent on the roster. Number two, you know how Mitchell Evans finished the season once because we've sure. seen a game without Michael Mayer. I mean that's the same thing with like Isaiah Foskey. We talked about this with Jordan Patelho. We have seen the replacement for Isaiah Foskey play a game and get two sacks in 10 right. pictures. We saw the replacement for Michael Mayer step in and make some big plays in a bowl game against a quality football team. And so, but that's a bowl game. We had a month to prepare. What's going to be like for the entire grind? There's a lot of injury history at this position with multiple players. That's also a little bit troubling. So it's not as easy as just plug and play. Right. There's also a lot of potential in the group and how it's going to look, Vince, is one of the biggest one of the biggest unknowns we have. This post Michael Mayer era is really one of the biggest question marks we have for a lot of different reasons. It is because there's a lot of unproven production. Uh, There's been a lot of injuries there. You know, they counted on Michael Mayer again for better or for worse. He was the dude in this offense the last three years. Right. I mean, he just was. And that. Whether Michael Mayer was here or not, that I don't think that was going to be the focus for the, tw- the 2023 offense. Now, he still would have been a big part of it. He's Michael Mayer. You can't minimize what he's able to give your offense, right? I mean, he he, he would have been a big part of the offense. But things are going to be different this year. You, you know what I think we would have seen if Michael Mayer would have come back? A decent amount fewer catches, a sure. lot more yards. Yeah. Because I That's think fair. the ball would be spread around a lot more and the run game, the balance of the offense would have allowed him to get more free. It felt like every time he caught a ball last year, except against North Carolina and their blown coverages, I feel like every time he caught a ball, there was like two or three dudes on him. <laughs> right. You know, and, and because that he was the offense. To do. Right. Yeah. That had been a lot harder to do this year. Right. But yeah, it's, it's going to look a lot different. I mean, and here's another angle too, Vince, the tight ends coach from last year is now the offensive coordinator. Absolutely. What's that going to look like? Is that right. mean the tight ends are going to be used more? Are they going to be used less? Is it going to, I mean, are, are they going to be used differently? And that's something that I expect. And so, you know, that's kind of the, the question that, that Rob asked is, that we'll kind of start to address, Vince, is just looking at it from a big picture standpoint is, you know, how do I think the tight ends are going to be used? I think first and foremost, I think the tight ends this year are going to be a little bit more complementary mm-hmm. aspect of the offense as opposed to the driving force of the offense. And And what I mean right. by that is, you're not going to see the tight ends this year, in my opinion, be the focal point of the pass game the way that Michael Mayer was or the way that Brock Bowers is. And that's a twofold reason why. One is the talent on the roster, as you alluded to, Vince, is a lot different this year. Mm-hmm. And number two, none of those guys, as of right now, that we know of are Michael Mayer or Brock Bowers. So right. there's understanding we have talent here. If you're a coach, we have talent here. We're going to use this talent, but – we're not going to ask these guys to be Michael Mayer because that's the a mistake that you can kind of get into is, hey, we're a tight end driven team. OK, that's cool. But you don't have Michael Mayer. You, we're excited. You and I both think Mitchell Evans can have a really good season. Yeah. But the kid has four career catches right. coming into the season. Like how much of a burden do you really want to put on him in the first five games of the season? So those are all aspects of it, Vince. And when you look at how they're going to be used. But here's the other reality. Twelve personnel is not going away. Absolutely. 13 personnel is not going away. Right. And I think there's this notion that maybe we have as fans that they're just going to be a 10, 11 personnel team now. And the occasion goes 20 and 21. 
I think all those things are going to be true. I think we might even see some 10 personnel this year. I think we'll see some, I don't know that for a fact. I'm not like hinting at something that somebody told me. I'm just saying like, when you're looking at the roster, you know, there's some things you can do. You can go 10 personnel and almost be in 20 personnel the way you can utilize Chris Tyree in those situations. So there's a lot of different things they can do. We're going to see a lot of 11 personnel. We're going to see some 20, 21 personnel, I hope. And, and we're going to see some 12 and 13 personnel because they are talented. This group is talented. Now they got to go earn it fall camp. Sure. But I think that's the expectation. But how they're going to use 12 personnel events is going to look a lot differently, in my opinion, or at least should look sure. a lot differently than they have in the past because no longer can you just put two tight ends out there and just one of them is going to dominate the reps. There needs to be a lot more balance with how you're using the tight ends this year than, than we saw in the past. Well, and I think the, the you know the two tight end sets, the three tight end sets. It's how will they be used and how often will they be used? Right. I mean, I don't know. And again, this is speculation on my part. But is there are there going to be complete total drives where they're in twelve personnel the entire time? Maybe that you depends. Know, it just depends yeah. on the on who I, on here's how what I goes. Yes, and and here's also what I believe. I believe that it will be much more matchup-dominated formations this season than we have seen in the past. I'm not throwing shade on the previous situation, but I just think that... They had no choice to do it the way they did it last year. There you go. A lot of ways. Exactly. So when we talk about it's different, it's not a... We don't need to do that. Oh, we're not saying... Screw that. Everybody knows what we're talking about. It's a different team. Yep, right. exactly. And I, I just think that they have the ability now to formationally take advantage of mismatches and and things of that nature. And uh, 12 personnel, 13 personnel could be that, right? right. And, and Or 10 or whatever, right? All of the different formations. We're going to see a more variety of formations, in my opinion. And then that comes, I hope, yeah. absolutely. But that comes down to tight end play and what these guys are able to give Notre Dame. And a lot of that's going to be what we find out in fall camp, right? You know, coming back from injuries and all of those jobs. Right. Absolutely. If, if Mitchell Evans and Kevin Bauman or Mitchell Evans and, and Cooper Flanagan or Mitchell Evans and Davis, Davis Sherwood are the three best tight ends in fall camp then how you use 12 personnel is going to look a whole lot different if Holden Stace asserts himself. Sure. He's a completely different type of tight end. If if Eli Raritan comes back at some point in time and you're using him as part of your 12 and 13, it's going to look a lot different than last year where – because the reason I say that is Mitchell Evans and Michael Mayer are kind of the same dude. And when I mean same dude, I don't mean that – that you know, Mitchell Evans is good as it means what you use Michael Mayer on. That's the kind of stuff you want to use Mitchell Evans on, right? Sure. Corner routes, you know, some quick seams, some overs, some option routes, some of that intermediate stuff. Although I do think Mitchell has a chance to be a guy that can maybe stretch the field a little bit more this year than Michael did because of the offense that he's in. Not so right. much that Michael couldn't do it. I, I we wanted to see them use Michael more for that. Sure. And we saw Michael make some plays down the field in 2021 with Jack Kona quarterback, catching wheel routes, catching seam routes, you know, uh, some things like that. We didn't see him catch a whole lot of that last year because the offense was different. I think correct. he had one deep ball against Syracuse that he caught late in the first half on like a wheel. You had a seam route against, I think it was Cal or UNLV. I forget which one. It was a home game. Remember that ridiculous one-handed catch he had like behind a dude? Yep. I can't remember if that was Cal or if that was UNLV. I can't remember which game it was. I think it might have been UNLV. 
But the point is, is, is Mitchell Evans and Michael Mayer are similar guys of how sure. you're going to utilize them. And so when you have them together in 12 personnel, you're not stressing teams with different players. And that's also true if it's Mitchell Evans and Kevin Bauman. It's true right. if it's They're Mitchell Evans and yeah. Cooper Flanagan. But if it's Mitchell Evans and Holden Stace or Mitchell Evans and Eli Raritan, or in some situations, Eli Raritan and Holden Stace, if Eli Raritan is able to come back at some point in time this year, sure. you have completely different skill sets. And I think that's a good thing, Vince. I think having a diversity of skill set is important for a couple reasons. Number one, when you're in 12 personnel, you can be more pass game threatening. Yeah. So like the way that Mitchell Evans and we, I mean, uh, Holden Stacey, and we saw this during the spring, Vince, is they'll they'll move him all around. They'll treat him almost like a receiver at times. Well, that's a little different animal. And then now you've got Mitchell Evans doing that. So instead of it being a Michael Mayer type, a big physical guy, now you've got a little bit more of a vertical, speed, speedy type of guy. Same with Eli Raritan, who's really fast. And so you can do different things with him. And and if if when Mitchell Evans is on the bench because you're in a rotation situation, because you know you're gonna get your other you're even in eleven personnel, you're gonna get your second tight end in there, sure. just like you're gonna spell your receivers and your running back. Well, now you can attack teams with a different set of 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 play. So last year Michael May- Mayer wasn't coming off the field. Well, now if there's more of a rotation on first on series one, Mitchell Evans is out there doing his thing, right? You know, playing the game the way he does. Then series two, maybe you do mix in some twelve personnel. And then series three, Holden Stace or Eli Raritan's out there, sure. and it's their series to kind of be in the eleven personnel. And now you're attacking teams with a completely different type of tight end body type and, and concepts, right? So those are types of things that that we could see if 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 Holden Stace, Eli Raritan, some of those guys really assert themselves this spring. Right. So it's going to really come down to who really asserts themselves in spring camp. That's going to largely determine what the tight end room is going to look like getting mm-hmm. back to Rob Osgood's question, Vince. And that's what, we, that's the unknown, right? That's right. the big unknown is we don't know who's going to assert themselves. Is it going to be Mitchell Evans and Michael and, and Kevin Bauman? If that's the one, two punch, I think we're going to see a big drop off in production at tight end. And it's going to be one guy, you know, catch 30, 40 balls. And then, you know, there's maybe 10 the other way. If it's more Stace and Raritan assert themselves, then I think we're going to see something a little bit different. Sure. And I'm also very curious to see how they're going to utilize sort of the H-back type role this year. Do we see that more involved in certain looks? It's, it's all going to be fascinating, Vince, and I'm looking forward really to seeing is. how it shakes out. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It really is going to be fascinating because we all know how tight ends were used the past few years, right? And it was a very, we, we knew it. Like we knew what to expect from the tight end position, whether it be from Michael Mayer, yeah. Or whoever the second tight end was. Like, would you say this is fair, Vince? 
teams knew exactly what was coming with Michael Mayer. It just didn't matter. Exactly. Oh, well, there just absolutely. Wasn't really a whole lot they could do about it. Yes. I mean, that's kind of the way that I looked at it. This is like, they and knew that's what was why, there just wasn't anything they could do. About and it. that's why every time he caught the ball, there was guys all around him because they knew that he was going to get the ball. But again, it didn't matter. He still made the plays. And I don't see that being the case. What I, what I foresee happening because of who the quarterback is, because of what we think the wide receivers are going to be, because of what we think the running backs are going to be. I see a lot more one-on-one coverage for whoever the tight ends are, yeah. whether that's Mitchell Evans or Eli or whoever it happens to be. You, you're not the emphasis is not going to be well. We got to stop the tight end like that. That's not going to be the emphasis, and so it's going to allow the tight end position to still be productive, but it's not going to be the be-all end-all of the offense either. And so I, I, I have a lot of confidence in the tight end position. I, yeah. I do. I, I think they're going to be productive because of the way the offense is going to operate. Can can I bring up one point that you and I did not really prepare to discuss before, sure. but just kind of it. has popped in my head and I just something that I've been been meaning to 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 bring up and just forgot to do in our show prep. When you look at the tight ends at at uh, Wake Forest last year, okay? And you look at the number of snaps they had. They they had a decent number of snaps. Their their top two tight ends were on the field for combined 912 snaps last year between their starter and their backup. When you look at Notre Dame and you look at their tight ends, uh, the the number is a, is a higher, obviously, <laughs> but not a ton higher. It's 1,074 snaps. Okay. Right? So the the, the tight ends at, at, at Wake Forest were on the field a, a lot, but they weren't part of the pass game. Okay. Right, and, and that's something that you look at and say, okay, here's something that I'm very curious about. The the past the tight ends last year, Wake Forest, were targeted 38. Uh, let's see, 47 times last year in the in the past game at Wake Forest and at Notre Dame. Obviously, it was a lot more than that because <laughs> you know Michael Mayer alone was targeted 101 times. Yeah, and then you had let's see, seven, ten, twelve, fourteen from the others, so 115 compared to 40-something. The big question about this is, is how quickly can the tight end position become something that Sam Hartman looks for? Sure. And and do they utilize that? Because we know Sam Hartman likes to throw the ball down the field. We know that Sam Hartman likes to attack the seams. He he will attack you deep down the field. So I'm watching that somebody put on Twitter yesterday some highlights of Sam Hartman against Wake Forest, or I mean against Clemson last year. I saw year. that, yeah. And he has that great back shoulder touchdown pass. I think it was Taylor Morin, I think is who it was too. I could be wrong on that. 84. I thought, I thought I it was a receiver. Let me, I can just look. Well, that there was up. one that was right up the seam to a tight end. The rest was were a tight all end? receivers. Okay. I couldn't yeah. remember if it was Taylor Morin or a tight end. Pretty sure it was a but tight the, end. The point is, is like, okay, those are routes that the Notre Dame receivers are going to make a killing on. Yeah, it was Blake Whitehurt, the tight end. Yeah. You were correct, Mr. Daddario. And you just say, okay, what of the routes that he was thrown at Wake are now going to go to tight ends, right? And 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 will he be comfortable with those? We we kind of saw a smidgen of a glimpse in the spring game when he hit mm-hmm. Davis Andrews or da- da- I keep saying Davis Andrews, sorry, Davis Sherwood, uh, with a with a deep in cut, right? And so he's willing to throw it, but how much sure. does he fall in love with it? Is it just never something that he kind of gets into the swing of? 
does he it, it that part of it is an unknown as well so i'm i don't know Good what point. he's going to do it's just it's a bit of an unknown does he is he someone that will look for the tight ends the way that the previous staff did so i think yeah that's something that gives me optimism that that we're going to see more receiver attack is because receiver oriented attack as well is because that's where sam hartman's mind is and then you know then saying hey you know those those big boys we're going to use them too and 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 th- but they've got to earn his trust and that's going to be a, a big big part of this conversation man. so so much unknowns i'm so much yeah. looking forward to seeing who steps up this spring who stays who's healthy who stays healthy all of that's going to be a big uh big fun topic of conversation and and one of the things i'll be keeping my eye on this spring is is how the tight ends are there's so much to look for this spring. oh my it's gosh going to be like man you're going to have to assign us topics to look for, like the, the, because there's so done. much. You know what it's I mean? It's absolutely going to happen. I yeah, mean, that's absolutely going to happen because, there's, right. like you said, there's going to be so much to look at and so much to evaluate. And what what do we know? What do we don't know? All sure. that stuff. It's going to yeah. be. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, and then and then when Notre Dame's playing, so I'm stealing a little comment from one of our our, our um, viewers. But when Notre Dame's on ESPN, then then they add even more talent to the tight end room because you got Jaden Thomas. Jaden Thomas, you know, whenever Notre Dame's on an ESPN game, Jaden right. Thomas counts as tight end production. So, it's best uh, tight end so in the country. Come on, couldn't help myself. <laughs> yes. But that's another part of it is how much of the tight right. end production does Jaden Thomas take away, or Jaden Greathouse, or Chris Tyree. Sure. Sure. You know, do we see a lot more production in the slot receiver position this year? Work in the middle of the field. Yeah, as it's going to be very end. interesting, man. Very yeah. interesting. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I'm ready to dive into these player previews. Let's events, do it. But yep. that, that, that's just – this is one of those positions where I feel like at running back and receiver, we kind of have an idea where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, but to what percentage? Like I have an idea of how they're going to use certain guys. But what's the what's the percentage, right? We and that's going to be a fascinating part of this whole thing. Is is just that how much do they use twelve personnel? They're going right. to use it. It's not right. going away. Sure. But how much? Right. You that's, have to use it. Yeah. You, you have to use twelve and thirteen because you've got an incredible amount of talent in that room. You, I mean, you have to use what's going to benefit you, and right. and getting multiple tight ends on the field at times is, is going to benefit you. I mean, end of discussion, right? So. Right. Let's break these guys down. Wow, geez, so you're just end of discussion, huh? Okay, I see how it is. Yeah, we're done. See you. <laughs> I, just, All I right. want to say one more thing. When you look at relative to the tight end, the tight end room, Wake Forest also did run a hundred more plays last year than Notre Dame. So that kind of adds a little okay. bit of context about sure. about that. But again, when you're talking about nine hundred plus combined snaps for your number one and number two tight end, they run the field. They're on the field. Yeah, yeah. They're but on the, the field. The, the production from the tight end room at Wake Forest wasn't. You know, so all that production and their leading catcher at tight end at 24 catches for 295 right. yards. They had 34 catches last year, 33 catches at the tight end position last year. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's a really bad year for Michael Mayer. Sure. That's a half a year for Michael. I was going to say that's. Yeah, exactly. We'll